Welcome everybody to the 31st episode of the Struggling Scientist podcast. This is a podcast by scientists, for scientists, anybody science adjacent and perhaps even hobbyist. My name is Susanna and I'm here with my co-host Jero. Hi. So today we're going to do another Science Life episode because we're going to talk about the international congress that I went to just this week. Uh, I just got back, so um, I'm excited to tell you guys about it. So let's start. So, Suzanne, you recently left me all alone to fend for myself with our two dogs and <laughs> went to an international conference. Can you please tell the listeners what was it about, where was it, and how long it was? And also, why did you leave me? Like, that, that wasn't cool. You survived. You Barely. survived. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that with a, with a pup, it's not that easy alone, no. <laughs> no, no. But they, we're here to ask you the questions. Okay, okay, okay. So I went to the EAS Congress, which stands for um, European Atherosclerosis Society. Society, indeed. Did it. <laughs> and this is a congress that's every year somewhere else. So oh. um, I think the previous one was not live because it was Corona time, but I think that one, one was supposed to be in Helsinki or something. Mm. I also remember that one year there was one in, in uh, Maastricht in the Netherlands. But this year it was in Milan and it was the first time I went actually because I hadn't gone before to this one. Mm -hmm. I was already for two years part of the of the society because I went to another international congress, the ELC, um, the one in Tutsing, that's every year at the same spot, that is very specific about lipids. And part of being going there is also becoming a member of the uh, society. But this was now the first time that I went to went to this congress. And it was in Milan, so I thought that would be fun too. Now, what was the rest of the question again? I forgot. How long was it? Because it's not a, a one-day conference, right? No. At least I did, I did not stay alone for just one day, <laughs> so I remember. No, it, it started actually on Sunday. And then during the day, there were already some things that were more organized by the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and we didn't actually go to that part. But then on Sunday evening, we had the opening session. And then it lasted all the way to Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, it stopped at 12, basically. Okay. It was really a couple of days. Mm. And what really made you decide go, to go to this conference? Because you you were part of the society before, but obviously Corona. So what? Yeah, no, I did. I did watch actually the previous year online. I wasn't able to go there that year, but I did watch it online. So I guess that also counts as, as attending, but didn't feel the same at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and this year I, well, yeah, I decided it was time to go, I guess. I, uh, I... I'm not actually sure why I didn't go the 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 first, the, year, the of first year of my PhD, but maybe I just thought it was too, a bit too early then. I didn't have that much cool data to send in yet. You so weren't I, a member of the society Also, yet. Also true. <laughs> that was later. And then it was Corona time. So, you know, that, that messed up a lot. Uh, and now congresses are happening again. I haven't been able to go to that many because of Corona during my PhD. Mm -hmm. So I really thought that it was time now to go to, to all of them. Um, well, we'll see how many. <laughs> no, I think I think I'm going to two, two this year. So now I do need to sort of take an impromptu uh, uh, question: How does one really become a member of the society? How, does <laughs> you just pay. your boss just walk up to you? It's like you you've no, been no, selected. No, no, no. You pay, you pay, and oh, then okay. you have you get newsletters about stuff, and you can also follow online um, courses and that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay, well. That's anticlimactic. Yeah. 
That 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 would be how you would hide a secret society. For all we, for all I know, this might just be the Illuminati. But no, you're like, no, no, you pay, no. and you get these letters. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not not fancy. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so that brings me then to my next question: How did you actually go to Milan, and what were your accommodations like for this international conference? Okay, so uh, when we when I originally sent in my abstract, mm-hmm. uh, I did it with one other PhD student from Lab, Amber. Hashtag Amber. Hashtag Amber. <laughs> yes, we need to shout out to Amber indeed. Yes. Um, already the second time she gets a shout out on one of her episodes. Second or third time, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, anyway, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> she. So we would go together, and uh, we booked an Airbnb quite early on because that would be easiest with my food allergies, so that I could cook something for myself, and that would be nice. And uh, we actually booked quite a nice Airbnb because we both also got a travel grant, which mm. was absolutely amazing. Uh, it's really easy to actually get one from the ES um, because they they are the ones also give it out. So when you're selected for something, like I was selected for a talk and Amber was selected for a poster presentation, um, then often I would say you also get a travel grant. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were going with the two of us and I hadn't figured out yet if I was going to fly or take the train. In the end, it was it, it ended up being flying, which might have been a mistake anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> um, later on, uh, once the deadline had already passed, also two of the other PhDers in, uh, in Noam's lab decided to also go. But because they were late, they didn't get the travel grant anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were really really asking very nicely if they could also join our airbnb <laughs> so our original plan was to each have our own room but in the end uh sharing Amber and i roomed up together and uh, sebastian got actually his own room but without the air call oh, yeah. and uh, clevis had to sleep on the couch so it was fun cozy <laughs> nice. no it was it was a pull-out couch it turned into a bed but uh yeah and sort of just because I am completely unfamiliar with this, uh, what did you actually have to do for the travel grant? Like you just apply for it? You click a button? You button? Yeah, you literally click a button while Damn you it. send in your abstract <laughs> for this congress. Yes. You like, do you want to, do you want to be eligible for the young, young investigators? You want this for free? Grant? Like, yeah. And, yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> let me know if I get it. And then all of a sudden you get this email. You have been accepted for a presentation. You also get a travel grant. Oh my God. How nice. It's it's four hundred euros that you can then spend on your on your trip and on your accommodations, uh, and also uh, the congress itself is quite expensive. It's a little bit cheaper if you're already a member, but it's still I think one hundred and fifty euros or something, mm. quite a lot, and that's also covered by the travel grant. So that's not in the hundred uh, in the four hundred euros. So and I'm really happy that I got it. I mean, otherwise no one would have been the one paying for it, of course. But I mean, it's nice, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially if all it really takes is a click of a button, apparently. Yes. So, uh, and being on time with sending in your abstract. Yes. Throwing some shade to Clevis <laughs> and Sebastian here. <laughs> Shout like, out to Clevis and Sebastian, by the way. Their first ever mention on the podcast. I know, right? Yes. Yes. Probably not the last. Probably not, no. <laughs> so you sort of already mentioned it, but uh, what? The, so you already hinted at having to do a presentation. Uh-huh. Uh, what was that like? Uh, what what else could people do? So Amber did a poster. Um, yeah, so Clevis and Sebastian both had a normal poster. A normal poster. Um, which just you, you bring a, f- a physical poster and then you hang it up on the board and then people can walk by in the poster and wine sessions. Mm-hmm. Which I on, honestly always think is a super fun thing to do but you co- because you can 
talk with people way more directly about what your science is and like mm -hmm. get some really great input. So I, I always love poster sessions. Mm -hmm. um, then Amber had an e-poster, which means that she actually got to give a presentation with it where people could like watch. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never seen anything like that at another Congress, but it was okay. The only problem was that there were multiple presentations at the same time in one mm. big hall. So everybody was a little bit hard to understand. Oh, and um, was it easy to sort of keep track of like which e-presentation is going on so you can go to it? Or how was that like? Uh, they had like sessions that were a bit based on subject. Mm -hmm. So then you could go there, but there were also at the same time other presentations, normal presentations also going on. So people were really spread out between different areas, basically. Mm. And it really was on a, like a screen uh, or... Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it never never seen anything like it. Uh, I am also not sure if I would recommend it because it was just really hard to actually understand people. They had a microphone, mm -hmm. but there were six people sort of in one long row, all with a microphone, talking about their poster. It it was a bit crazy. Yeah, and as the audience, like you're just sort of standing there with everyone, and yeah. And if you're short and in the back, you're you're kind of screwed, I guess. Yes, <laughs> also that. Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Okay, so and it was basically just just a TV screen big on the wall that showed the posters. Okay. And then I, you had seven minutes to uh, well, five minutes to present that. I mean, it's an interesting concept. Uh, could use some optimization. Uh, yeah, exactly. They no, should they should have optimized a little bit. No, sure, but spread uh, out people a bit more over the hall and that kind of things. No, but I also maybe giving the the conference a little slack. They they've had a couple of years of COVID that they couldn't uh, optimize this, I guess. So true. I also don't know if this is so. We were in an in a congress mm -hmm. hall. As I said, it's every year somewhere different, right? Yeah. So they also don't have no that fair. much opportunity mm -hmm. to optimize in that congress hall. Yeah, it's always it's always new in a new location, which. Which keeps it fun, but mm -hmm. also, I guess, a bit difficult for the organization. And maybe some Congress halls uh, have this and other ones do not because these TV screens and the microphones and everything, mm -hmm. uh, this was something that this hall had and maybe they yeah. said, like, we can also do this and then, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I tried it out with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And I mean, Amber did great with the presentation, I think. And uh, there was still quite a big group listening in. Mm -hmm on all the poster presentations to be honest so it was it was fun mm -hmm. i just think the it, sound quality was not great yeah in terms of actually getting the 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 high quality presentation to the audience uh, yeah. some things could be improved okay yeah. and then i had an actual presentation in one of the sessions mm -hmm. uh my session was i think called new insights in lipids or something like that oh fancy. um and they were just all 10-minute presentations, of which two minutes for discussion. So mm. you basically had seven to eight minutes to to talk about your subject. Yeah. Uh, I honestly thought it was really difficult mm. because I had given, just a week before, I had given a presentation to our entire department that was more than half an hour. Yeah. And then you can actually, like, talk really about what you're doing, but then to limit yourself to only seven minutes of talking, that's that's difficult. Mm -hmm. And I think in the end, I I tried to optimize it so much mm -hmm. that I went a bit too fast in my speaking because I, I do tend to talk a bit fast. But I did get uh, some really nice interaction with people afterwards. So I think people still understood what I was talking about, even though it's a subject that 
many people don't know about. Mm. I, I work on Plasma Legends right now. And it was also really nice to meet some people afterward from a French group that were also like, oh my God, it is so nice to know to meet <laughs> other people that also know what Plasma Legends even are, you know. The uh, only other person who knows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, so. But I mean, I guess that's, that's good, right? Like you still get to uh, see and meet the people who... Yes. are in your your niche yes so, so that cool. was that was really cool to to meet them i had met the pi before mm-hmm. at the eoc congress of the, the same the same yeah the, <laughs> the same uh, society i guess yeah uh but we got a bit more interaction this time because then i had a poster and now i had a presentation so mm-hmm. that's different so. yes nice so you mentioned earlier that the conference was a couple of days long um mm-hmm. and you sort of mentioned of that these presentations were quite uh quite tight was the program also very tight in terms of how many presentations there were and how many things you had to do? Yes and no. Okay, good um, <laughs> So it is not only a congress for basic scientists, but there mm-hmm. were also a lot of doctors and companies. And uh, so companies also sometimes had sponsored sessions and those were then the sessions that you would get lunch with or b- breakfast with because otherwise you wouldn't get anything and you had to bring it yourself. Okay. So those sessions, even though they might have been less interesting, usually got like a whole crowd because they had free food. <laughs> Fair enough. That, um, that is one way. I think the, the, the industry or the, the, the thing definitely knows their audience well. Then. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and what did I want to say? Oh yeah, there's, there's always multiple sessions at the same time. So mm. then you can sort of choose which one seems the most interesting. Um, and often that was a difficult choice, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, uh, some of the sessions... I didn't think any of them sounded super interesting or there were just two talks in each session that sounded interesting and then you sort of had to switch out of one session to another one and mm. then jump around like this a little bit to to get to the interesting talks. Fair, but uh, they were sort of based on particular themes or topics, right? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, but there were a couple of sessions that were really a bit more medicine focused. Mm-hmm. And then if you have three, three of those next to each other, you don't really know which one is the best to go to. Mm. Um, being a basic researcher uh, yeah being yeah. a basic yeah exactly i i yeah no fair uh but i mean it was all still very interesting i i learned a lot also uh about about a lot of different things it's also really funny to um hear now how the field sort of switches mm-hmm. to a different to a different because for example we got to talk about remnant cholesterols um which is basically vhgl and some other IHDL and so together. So it's it's all the cholesterol in your blood without the HDL and the LDL. Okay. Um, and I hadn't heard people actually talking about remnant cholesterol that much. Usually it's just talking about VHDL. But now all of a sudden everybody was talking <laughs> about remnant cholesterol because this was the new thing that the everybody and also the the person who won the the big prize of the of the um, conference conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the what was it called again? The Ak Akmanov. Oh. Uh, no, nah, the the guy who won the big prize also talked about this. So mm. I guess it's just a really new new thing, and now everybody was talking about remnant cholesterols, and that was really funny because uh, in September when I went to the EUC, mm. I didn't hear that word so much. So <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, it was the next big thing. But it was a lot of the same people that you saw as well at the EUC, or uh, I did see. Uh, especially the Dutch people that mm-hmm. normally go to the EOC, also a lot of them were, were there now at the mm-hmm. EAS. Yeah. 
uh, and I did also see the French group and some other groups that I know from there. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of new faces, especially also the the ELC is only for basic researchers in lipids. Mm, yeah. So specific lipid, lipid, lipid. Mm-hmm. And this is atherosclerosis, immune also. Yeah. It has a little bit of the other side, I guess. But the people that interest me more, the talks that interest me more, are of course, the lipid lipids and those I already sort of knew. But I met some new people in their groups also, and that was really fun. Okay, nice. But it was it was also really nice to see those people again and like check in on them and hear how they are doing. And hear about the most cutting edge lipid research. Yes, yes, yes. remnant cholesterol. Yeah, well, <laughs> time to pivot. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will stay with my very elusive uh, plasma legends. Thank you very much. Fair enough. So <laughs> you also mentioned in private uh, that they had a very interesting way that they did opened up the conference that at least I uh, didn't, I never heard of before. Can you tell the audience a little bit about it? Yeah. So on the Sunday evening, they had this opening session mm-hmm. uh, and it involved, uh, of course, the, the, the uh, president of the society to give a talk and that was all very fun. Some other talks. And then at some point they had two opera singers mm-hmm. who I think for half an hour sang like Italian opera. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was really, really good, but it was also so unexpected. But I, I, I do think they, they're, they're really, really high. Um, um, Caliber. Yeah. Op- opera, opera singer. Yeah. It was, it was really good, but yeah. 30 minutes straight of that, huh? I, I, they had quite a few songs and also like some known songs and some unknown songs. But so what? So you were all of you were just sort of sitting in, in the crowd watching them sing, or yes. okay, it's not like you were sort of doing a networking event while th- no, that no, was no, happening. No, 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 this background. was this was the opening ceremony where you were just sitting with your talks and whatever. Okay, well that that's one hell. Yeah. We're talking about it, so it worked, I guess. Okay, according to the program, it wasn't really half an hour. It was more like twenty minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. It it felt. It yeah. You know, and then afterwards, they had some awards and also um, the 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 winner of the Atnitschkov Prize, Professor Nordesgaard, uh, and he was the guy that talked about um, uh, remnant cholesterol also a lot. So. Okay, okay, cool. It was a really fun talk. Also, he showed also. Um, so he had quite a long talk because he mm-hmm. won the prize. So he got 40 minutes to talk, and it's really difficult to keep people's interest for 40 minutes about a topic that might not be their thing especially if you also have a lot of doctors in the in the in the um cell so wait so he had already won the prize and then gave the talk or he yes gave no the, he mm. had already won the prize mm. he was selected as for his good research i guess mm-hmm. in the field and then uh, he won that prize um and then he gave a 40 minute lecture about what what he had but he knew beforehand that he had won the prize yeah fair. we all knew yeah prepare a 40 minute con- uh, presentation no, no, no. Yeah. but it was really fun because he had these intermezzos where he um showed a picture for example of uh, last year's congress mm-hmm. with a lot of drunk pis and, uh, yeah. and then he was like this picture needs no comment or he showed uh things about what he did beside his research to to keep it fun and then he talked about some travels it, it was just a really fun way to it didn't feel like 40 minutes it, uh, no absolutely not and he really kept the the attention of the whole uh, room mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it was it was a really fun way to um, lighten up the really basic science science that he was actually talking about and i think even even the doctors in the hall also uh, enjoyed that 
those are the best talks though like that that can actually bring both things along yeah. and also just make it fun I mean, not necessarily lighthearted, but fun well, to listen to i have to say they were also not necessarily in this opening ceremony because this is of course plan plenary sessions and those mm -hmm. are usually quite good yeah but there were some talks in the other sessions where people don't even sound excited about their own research and when they already sound like they find it the most boring thing in the world, I really struggle to keep my attention with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Was I always think it helps when you, you present with some enthusiasm. And even if it is then something like that is not science related, sure. If th mm. that like makes it fun and lighthearted and like brings across the actual science a bit more, I always, I always love that. Fair enough. So, I want to ask you a little bit about your colleagues again. You mentioned that you were staying with them. Uh -huh. I imagine that can either go one of two ways, though, uh, in terms of staying with your colleagues. Either you form a closer bond, you like working with them more, or you never want to see them or work with them ever again. <laughs> so how did the, the the couple of days go for you? It was okay. I, I liked it. I liked uh, hanging out with them. Uh, we had some fun. There was also a party at some point, and we'll oh. talk about it later. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the benefit is that I had a room with Amber, of course, that I could sometimes just like sit in and practice my presentations to have some alone time. Mm -hmm. uh, and at some point, so when we were in Milan, there was also this big football competition mm -hmm. uh, between two different uh, parties in in Milan. Both mm -hmm. of them were from Milan. Oh, yeah. So no matter what happened, Milan was going to win this league of some sort. I, I don't know, football. <laughs> so there was going to be a big party in the city that day. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know which team which team was going to win and which people would actually go to this party. <laughs> so the entire team of Milan was already sort of ready for this this party to happen. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know which people would go, you know? Yeah. Um, but then um, Clevis was actually raised in Italian and also also uh, a big fan of one of the of the groups mm -hmm. of one of the football teams his team actually won oh, so okay. he really wanted to go to the city center and like party mm -hmm. so at some point he uh, that this was on a Sunday evening actually our first evening mm -hmm. uh, he took Sebastian with him to the city and Ambra and I were both luckily like saying like yeah no uh, we're not going into that craziness because already on the roads like where we were we weren't even in the really in the center the, the driving was just crazy. People were like sitting in the windows and waving flags above their head and like honking the entire yeah. time. Also that night, it was like, it was really crazy. Um, there was fireworks everywhere. Uh, so we were not going into an even worse version of that. So luckily Amber agreed with me and we stayed, we stayed at our apartment, tried to actually get some sleep that night. Mm -hmm. Um and then Clevis took Sebastian with him, with the metro, to the, to the city center, to the Duomo, which is the big church there where there's a, a square where the party was. Mm -hmm. And he also got, almost got Sebastian killed. <laughs> Before his presentation. <laughs> Before his presentation, yeah, indeed. So uh, apparently some firework bomb was was like launched 10 meters from 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 them uh, and they really felt it like th go through them, the, the shock wave of it. And then uh, also when they went either there or back in the metro, somebody uh, put up a, a fire flare in the metro, so the entire metro station was filled with smoke. Uh, and then uh, also at some point, one of the fans was so enthusiastic that it hit Sebastian's phone from his hand and it fell in between the metro and the tracks. 
Yeah. So they had to wait multiple metros to go by to get back his phone. So um, he almost killed Sebastian three times. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and we will forever remember the time that he did this and we'll never follow him anywhere anymore. Look, <laughs> academia is competitive, yo. You need to, <laughs> if you want to make it, you need to, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was going to no, ask. Just joking, of yeah, course. Of course. <laughs> I was gonna ask what did, what were they your your colleagues up to the entire time, but they seem uh, they seem to have been busy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming they, back they then, they really to... went partying a bit more than yeah. uh, than uh, Amber and I did. Yeah. So what? How did their uh, their conference go? You think uh, their presentations? Did they? Uh, well, they the Sebastian and Clevis both had post presentations, mm-hmm. and then there were two two sort of wine and poster sessions where you can get something to drink and then walk around by the posters, and they also enjoyed it. They had some people come by and talk to them. Okay. So that's uh, that's really fun, I think. And um, yeah, I think they enjoyed it. Uh, it's a little bit less stressful to have a poster than having a talk, I have to say. No, fair. But did they have to like sort of just stay at their poster the entire time during the session and just like wait it out yes, and go awkwardly? Yes, that's basically ah, yeah, yeah, how stuff. it works, yes. <laughs> yes. And there was also, normally you have two groups, so mm-hmm. that you, or at least a time slot where you have to be in front of your poster. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the case here. So you were sort of stuck there the entire time while most posters didn't have anybody with them the entire time. There were a lot of posters hanging there. Mm-hmm. I think 300. Yeah. Uh, but there were no people. So you could look at this poster but not talk about the actual signs, which was quite sad. Yeah. yeah. Did they leave be- behind contact information? Maybe that could still work. Uh, yeah, but I mean... It's obviously it's not great. Yeah. Definitely would not recommend doing that. But uh, one time in Milan, you know. Mm-hmm. So you told about this very interesting story involving your colleagues outside of the conference. Did any random funny things happen inside the conference with them? Um. Well, they were pretty well behaved. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can really. <laughs> that's all you can really hope, right? Uh, I know they were a bit brak after the party. What does that mean for... Uh... Um, they had a hangover. Ah, yeah. Uh, there was also this uh, this breakfast session mm-hmm. that they went to that was the night after they went to um, the Milano Square. Yeah. And it started at 7. Mm-hmm. That's quite early. Yeah, because it was before all the other sessions. Uh-huh. The normal sessions, basically. And that was then the one that you could breakfast with. Mm. And they really wanted that. So they, they didn't sleep a lot that night. <laughs> um, and they also went to an after party after the part, the network party. Okay. Is it time to talk about that party yet? Uh, yeah. So I was actually about to ask you, um, everyone always talks about the networking opportunities from in-person conferences. How was that for you? Did you end up walking out of there with a postdoc position? <laughs> <laughs> no. I do have to say that Noam did try to uh, pawn me off to some French people. Uh, the ones the that also work, <laughs> The ones that also <laughs> work on Plasma Legends. He was like, if you need a good postdoc, then uh, I can, uh, we can, we can, we can work something out. The red one. <laughs> yeah, the red one. Yeah, no. Uh, it was a little bit awkward, but still <laughs> <laughs> very, OPIs. very funny. Yes, OPIs. Um, but I did, uh, I did, of course, talk with the, the, those French people about the plasmalogens, which was really nice, but this was at the Congress. I also talked with uh, the, the people that we're collaborating with from Helsinki, which was also really nice to see those in person again, because we met them at the EOC, mm-hmm. and now we saw them again at this EAS Congress. 
So that was really good to talk with them again about the project that we're doing together now and how to continue and just nicer to talk in person over Zoom. Uh, and again, like I said, I, I met a lot of the same people and talked with a lot of the different PIs, the ones here in the Netherlands. And yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. And then there was also this party that was officially a networking party, mm-hmm. uh, but it was not. <laughs> uh, it was it was at a sort of, I wouldn't say a discotheque, but it was also not a restaurant. I would say it's more a discotheque, but it also had this really nice outside area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was food served and then a lot of drinks, of course. And what was that um, party scene like where people di- diligently di- discussing their research? Or oh, <laughs> well, there was actually really funny. So at some point there was a live band in the beginning. Okay. Uh, and at the ELC, there's also always a live band. So you really see then the people that uh, normally go to the ELC all going out there, partying, <laughs> dancing their ass off, you know. Yeah. Uh, but those, I, I, was, I was also there. I looked around at some point and I was like, Oh my God, I know all of these people. And I all am dancing. in the really weird crowd. <laughs> 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 they're all basic researchers that, that know how to party their ass off. And then on the other side were all the people that I did not know. The doctors. Of which, yes, exactly. <laughs> the doctors who were just looking at us like we were going, cra- going crazy. But basic researchers really know how to party. That's. that's I mean, it, it, there could be both. You could be going crazy and just be a basic researcher. It's, <laughs> it's not mutually exclusive. No, no, no. I think it's actually correlated. Yes, uh, <laughs> I would imagine so at so, this point. Yeah, and then later there was a DJ and it was also a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, you could really see a difference between the people still saying, staying in like that outside area and uh, just talking amongst each other and having a wine. But And between the basic researchers were dancing their ass off on the dance floor. <laughs> Did anyone have some killer moves? Uh, I took some videos of some colleagues that I will forever... Hold as blackmail over exactly. them. Exactly, yeah, yes. The best stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited to be able to introduce you to our new sponsor, Jenny AI. Not only does Jenny make our podcast possible, it also makes our life as scientists so much easier. Jenny is an all-in-one writing assistant that has everything that we have been missing in other AI tools. Yes, first off, unlike other AI tools, it actually finds accurate information in papers and cites its sources. It does not make things up and only uses real verified information that you can then also check the source of. Second, it's a writing assistant trained for academic papers and helps you write your paper by suggesting the next sentence or the end of your sentence. Or, if you get really stuck, you can ask it to write an entire paragraph. Completely removing the writer's block I so often struggle with when I don't know the right words to make my point. It helped me write an introduction to a paper I've been struggling with in half an hour. It even suggests which papers to cite. You can add your own library or search the entire internet for papers. Just type the add symbol to easily add a reference and it gets automatically added to the reference list. And the last thing we absolutely love is that it has an AI chatbot that can see your document and give feedback on how to improve your manuscript. Or you can ask it questions, such as what are the potential therapeutic benefits of dot 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 and it will search through the papers for you for the answer. I can only say that my stress level has gone down significantly since I started using Jenny. Check out the free version now at thestrugglingscientist.com slash Jenny. And if you love it, use the code SCIENCE20 for a 20% discount. So what was the conference in the city? Was the conference in the city what you expected in the end? Were you sort of underwhelmed or overwhelmed by it? Uh, what were your thoughts? Um... I I like going there. I like going to the conference. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there were some really interesting talks. Not as many new people that I was interested in as I had expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, there were a lot of the same people who I went, who I already met at the ELC that I went to two years now. Yeah. Um, so I had sort of hoped to meet some more new people. I mean, there were a lot of new people, but more people that do research that I was interested in, that, yeah. like that, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, in terms of conference, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the last day, we were sort of done with all of it, though. I mean, yeah, you, a... you get sort of, um, you, you, at some point, you, you get sort of numb with all the signs and all the talks and all the... It was also the day after the party, so that doesn't That help. obviously doesn't help. <laughs> the party ended at 12. It was really respectful, like, time to end. And then a lot of people still went to the, the real discotheque that was next to the party. So wait, uh, when did four. the dancing start then, if the party ended at 12? Just how long was this oh, dancing? Oh, I think even? the dancing already started at 8. Oh, okay. Four hours of dancing. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we had fun. Okay. We had fun. Um, I was also not hangover, I mean... And the party was the day of your Tuesday. presentation? Tuesday, okay, yeah. after your presentation. Yeah, okay. I, oh. my presentation on Tuesday and then afterwards was a party so I could go out. Yeah, yes, I'm really sad indeed. for the people who still have a presentation on Wednesday. Exactly. Because then, yeah, no. <laughs> it's no fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, you also asked about city, right? Yes. It was, uh, yeah. Well, uh, we actually stayed until Thursday. So we had our flight back in the afternoon on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday afternoon we had free. So we, we went to the city center of Milan then, uh, because then the Congress had already ended. So we hired some of those um, steps, yep. uh, electric steps, and then we toured through Milano and we went to a really nice castello and to the Duomo of Milan, which was also nice. Um, and that was it. That was it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we also stepped past some other stuff, but I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to stay there more than one day. It was It was fun to step around for one day and see some stuff. Uh, but if you're not into like really the shopping that Milan, of course, has a lot of mm-hmm. the really expensive brands and stuff that, I mean, on, on our budget is just not, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't recommend going there for a holiday. Clevis was on to something. That's why he left early, right? Uh, yeah, he didn't actually join for that part, no, yeah. because I mean, he went to his family that still lives in, in Italy. So mm-hmm. he is uh, actually staying there till tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, and then coming back. Okay. Um, is there anything we didn't touch on that you would still want to, uh, tell the audience about regarding your conference experience? um. Any random funny story that you've buried the trauma from? uh, No. No, No. I would (laughs) say that it's a lot of fun to go to these types of conferences. And especially if you have a a real talk like I did, it's it's really good for getting some new insights in your research. And also the people that we talked to, we got some new suggestions and yeah. I think it, it will in the end help our paper to, that I went there and that it, yeah. So it, it was useful also in a scientific way. We have talked a lot about the <laughs> other stuff, I guess, but it was definitely also useful in a scientific way. We got some, some feedback and some new ideas and some new insights about the, the project that I was talking about. And uh, yeah, mm. that was really nice. Nice. I don't remember, maybe we can cut this out, but like you mentioned something about a toilet in a party. Oh, yeah, so the party oh. uh, in the discotheque, they didn't actually have normal toilets. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was also not a hole in the floor like the French of- often have, but it was a squatting sort of toilet. <laughs> it l- really looked a lot like um, the guy urinoir, but yeah. they were in a female toilet, so you sort of had to squat above it. And also all the toilet stalls did not have locks. 
So <laughs> Amber and I always like would have swapped that one person would like stay stay in front of the door and then swap around. It was really awkward and everybody was talking about it at the party and everybody was like, uh, do you want to come with me? <laughs> <laughs> but so it was a, what is it, same sex toilet? Like both men no, and women? Or, no, no, it was separate. Okay. So at least there's no ch there's less chance of any awkward thing like that happening, I guess. But, I guess, yeah, but, but still, obviously, you know, still not great. <laughs> once you're like awkwardly squatting above a toilet, you don't want somebody to open the door on you. I don't, I don't understand already the choice of the toilets. Mm -hmm. I had never seen anything like that before. But this party uh, was organized by the the organizing committee, or yeah, but they had just rented this location. Yeah. They didn't know no. about the toilets. <laughs> I think I I wonder if this is on their like uh, things to improve for next time. Not <laughs> this. <laughs> I mean, if I get the chance to fill in some feedback, yeah. I I want them to check the toilets at the party for next year. Yes. It's probably like the person like leading the entire discussions. I never thought we would have to say this, but double check the toilets. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I mean, for, I for guys, it wasn't that bad, you know, mm -hmm. but for girls, it was no fun. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Interesting for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, overall rating for your conference experience from a score of one to 10, how did you like it? Or not? Um, well, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked the conference part, I liked the, uh, meeting the people. I didn't like the city as much. Mm -hmm. It was a bit in an area that was a bit bleh. Yeah. Uh, <clears> there <throat> were not even a lot of restaurants, which was a bit annoying because they also didn't serve a lot of food. We didn't get dinner. We didn't get, except for the one party dinner, we didn't get breakfast. We didn't get lunch. Mm. So it was really nice that we, I guess, had the, the bed and breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, there were also not a lot of restaurants to go to to eat food. Um, also, uh, on the Monday, we tried to go to to a dinner to like re go to a restaurant but then the entire block was out of electricity oh goody <laughs> because there was still a party going on because of this football and somehow they ha they had killed the electricity in half of milan <laughs> so also the the uh, the traffic lights were not working uh there was chaos all over the city and then we came to this restaurant and they were like yeah sorry we don't have electricity so there's no food so go so, away and then also in our apartment we didn't have electricity but luckily it went on again and then we got some pizzas for in the in the oven in our apartment and, and this was, was the evening before your presentation right like yes. casually yes yeah so i was also really afraid that my laptop would die out and i wouldn't be able to like practice or change anything anymore yeah. so i was really like stressing to put my presentation very quickly on my usb stick so that i at least would have it when i had to hand it in the next morning before yeah. the talk so um yeah I also took some photos of it on my phone so that I could practice it for my phone. and like <laughs> Zooming in, like, if you look on my phone, you'll see. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I had it on my USB stick. It was not so. desperate times yet. Okay. No, but luckily the electricity worked again and I could practice it a bit. And uh, I over-practiced it a bit. That's, that's what I think happened. I mean, live and learn, right? And you still got to discuss with, like, the... the other people yeah. in your niche as well also and... i really made people laugh in oh. like the beginning of her presentations mm. because i had to um declare all companies disclose all companies that i'm associated with and i had emailed the es a couple of times about it if our podcast would count, count as this because it's officially a company and they said yes so i had to disclosure my my podcast um and i was officially not allowed to to make any like commercial anything to like i wasn't allowed mm. to show any logos i was not allowed a lot of things 
But since I had to mention the podcast and that I was affiliated with it anyway, I basically just got around that yeah. and was able to tell everybody about the podcast. So that was really funny. And uh, I made people laugh about that. So Nice. And maybe some listeners, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I do know. I got also some responses that they looked up the website and uh, yeah. Nice. Again, a really good thing to come out of this conference. But I was rating it, right? From one to ten. Yes, I'm still waiting on an official (laughs) score here. Well, I do think I would go again next year. I mean, there are PPVs over, so we'll see, of course. But you would recommend? I would recommend it, especially since it's somewhere different every year. Mm -hmm. So who knows why we officially you can look up where it is next year but i i think it's somewhere in germany um so then it's another fun city mm-hmm. um and it's also good science that they present there uh, a lot of interesting people so yeah i would recommend it it's a fun con- congress okay just wouldn't recommend milan as a as a place to go on holiday but no overall italy yes mm-hmm. milan no but no overall number. Oh, uh, number. I would give it a... Four and a half out of four and a half limb domains. <laughs> no, I think I would give it a seven. And that's mostly also because I wanted to go home at some point. I was sort of done with it. Yeah. <laughs> with, with all the chaos of the city. A and lot that, happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I missed the puppy. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to go home. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Okay, cool. Seven and a half. Okay, cool. Well, that sort of about does it for all my questions and my interrogation. Okay. You want to bring us home or... Uh... Okay. Well, um, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you found this another fun episode. Uh, please consider leaving us a review on our Spotify where you can give us stars or Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed our conversation. It really helps us a lot to go up in the rating. And um, I think we're now 16th in the Netherlands of Science Podcast. So that's really fun. <laughs> we would like to improve this. Uh, also if you'd like to support us consider checking out our website and webshop where you can find our amazing t-shirts and mugs made by scientists for scientists uh, you can also follow us on social media uh, which ones are those again Jaron? Uh, you can follow us either on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn or Pinterest or subscribe to our monthly newsletter in which we talk about mental health, interesting and useful resources for PhDs, cool and funny science and of course some very exclusive the struggling scientist memes for our subscribers so check that out if you're into any of that yes well thank you all for listening and uh, hope to see you all next time bye bye